If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I'm really excited to get into today's episode. And really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or maybe you just want more and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a personal phone call with me to see if we're a great fit for each other. All right, let's do this. When you look at sales, Do you look at it as a process or do you look at it as a conversation? You know, so many people try to figure out how to make sales easier. They study scripting, they plan, they prepare, they research, you know, they learn different sales processes. And and I'm going to tell you that sales is a science. So it is very methodical as to the approach that someone can take to it. However, it is very simple. And so many people make it so complicated. You know, when you look into sales and selling processes, there's a four-step sales process out there. There's a seven-step, an eight-step, a five-step, a 10-step. And that's got to be really overwhelming for someone who really truly doesn't understand the science of human behavior and the science of sales and success. And, you know, is it a process? Yes and no. You know, yes, because there are very specific things that get to get done in order for a buy-sell encounter to happen. However, it's not a process because it isn't a step-by-step. You don't check boxes. You know, whether you believe in sales scripting or not, whether you, whether you believe in processes or not, no matter what, I hope you really listen to this podcast and grab some things out of it that can help you move forward. Because let's really look at sales. When you step back and look at the entire process. There's got to be prospecting because without it, you won't have a need, want, and desire for your product, service, and solution. And there's multiple ways to prospect. You can offline market, online market, social media market. You can buy ads. You can do it organically. You can network. You can You can collaborate, you can have affiliates, you can use word of mouth, you can advertise. There's so many ways to prospect. So is that a necessary step? 
Yes, if you're looking for a box to check, prospecting is necessary because without it, let's face it, you'll never or rarely ever have someone standing in front of you that has a need, want, and desire for your product, service, and solution. Is preparation necessary? You know, I, I get asked that question a lot. How much do I prepare for things? Well, first and foremost, I do consider myself and I am an expert in my field. So because I am an expert in my field and I am an expert in my industry, I'm already prepared. I understand the needs, wants, and desires of the products, services, and solutions that I'm capable of offering. And because of that, I instantaneously come prepared for any dynamic, any conversation, any need, want, and desire. I understand my competition very well. I know what they're good at. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. And I know what they're not good at. And because of that, all I really need to do at that point is understand the needs of my client. Now, different prospective clients have different needs. If you're a business to consumer person, preparing for a presentation, so to speak, would be a little difficult. Because how can you possibly research an individual? Now, if you're a business to business, there absolutely can be a level of research so that you make sure that you're speaking the language of their industry, of their business, that you're truly stepping into the map of reality for the business and that you make sure that you understand their needs, wants, and desires and that you can truly fill them. As far as preparation, though, you know, I've done all of that over my years of becoming an expert. And so many people get caught up in the preparation. They get caught up in the overanalyzing, the analysis paralysis. And because of that, they have a really difficult time moving forward and really engaging in the next steps. And that's, and that's, conversation, you know, engaging with your prospective client to then make sure your product, service, and solution solves their needs, wants, and desires. So, you know, whether it, you're looking for boxes to check or whether you truly are willing to dive in and learn the science of success and learn the science of sales, and no matter what your skill set level is, is it a process? Eh, kinda and not really. That's about as realistic as I can be. I can tell you that there are very specific steps, so to speak, that can ensure that you move from prospective client to solution provider and happy customer. And I think first and foremost is it's how you engage with them, how you open with them. Because reality is, it's really important for them to understand who you are and what you do and why it is you're either calling or door knocking or, or why you have that meeting. What's the purpose of your engagement with them? Because reality is, people really don't care about your product, service, and solution. What they really do care about is their problem. So if you can really communicate to them who you are, 
so that they understand why they should listen. And you keep it on a dynamic, relevant, live conversation where you're showing up to really help them, serve them. This is far from you making a sale and more about you serving. And when you can show up from that capacity, then your opening is nothing more than an opening of a relationship, an opening of a conversation. Now, of course, you absolutely have to attract that person. And as I had already said, that prospecting part of the phase of selling is necessary. And there are hundreds of ways to slice that onion, none right or wrong. It's whatever's right and relevant for you. It's just important for you to make sure that on a continual basis, you're deploying eight to 13 strategies of marketing, no matter how you do it. Because if you only focus on one channel, then your channel may dry up or may become inconsistent. But if you have a multitude of channels firing all at once, then you'll constantly have a stream of prospective clients coming at you. Now, I do want to put a caveat to that. And that caveat is avoid spraying and praying in your marketing. Avoid spraying and praying and showing up and throwing up and using anyone, everyone, because reality is when you turn around and say anybody can use your product or everybody can use your product, service, and solution, that really means no one. Get very, very specific as to who you serve and why you serve them and how you serve them. Look, if your message gets laser specific, focused on what 80% of your clientele is, then the other people, the other anybody's and everybody's will end up migrating in because of your messaging. So let's go back to that opening, that dynamic conversation. Look, I, my business, our clients, our customers, our students are getting really good at, at converting one call closes so that it streamlines their efficiency. They become very effective in serving their prospective clients because their prospective clients aren't targets. It's not their target market. It's their perfect perspective avatar who has a need, want, and desire for their product, service, and solution. And they understand those needs, wants, and desires because they are an expert in their industry. They are an expert in being able to engage in the science of success and the science of sales. So how do you open up your communication? Now, if it's scripted, you're going to limit yourself. Nothing against scripts. Look, I know people that use them all the time and they use them very successfully. It's important for you to do what's right for you. And as you get stronger with it, allow yourself, if you do use a script, allow yourself to go off script. So that way you can make it more live and more dynamic and more relevant. If you stick truly to a script and look, we've all had those sales calls. When we call the 1-800-SCREW-YOU number for the phone company or the cable company or any of the other services, our, our credit card companies, and we get another country and that person is methodically following the script and that's taking so much unnecessary time and then you feel that frustration 
going on inside of you and I'm hoping that you're following me or maybe it's just me, I don't know. I just want them to hear me. I want them to communicate with me. And I can always tell when they're operating from a script and then I can always tell when I'm being heard or not. So if that's only me, I apologize for the last three minute rant I just went on. And if it isn't me and you can relate to that and you do use a script, be very aware of how you're coming across to other people. So your opening, your opening with them is really important. Do you talk with them or do you talk to them? Do they understand why you're having a conversation with them? And then after you get through that opening part, then it's about really discovering the needs. Because let's face it, if there is no need, want, and desire for your product, service, and solution, then you can do the best pitch, the best presentation, the best conversation in the world, and it's still not going to land. And this will make you more effective and efficient because you are the expert in your product, service, and solution. And because of that, you understand how you serve people, how you help people. And when you can really, truly communicate the pain point, your prospective client understands that you understand them. And if they know you understand them and it feels right to them, then they also know and believe that you can help them. So this is why the discovery part is so important. It's really important for you to drill this down to make sure that the need is what you can serve. And then after that, following through with your offer. Now, some people do this from a canned presentation. Some people do this with a script. Some people do this through a conversation. For me, this is 100% conversation bound because this is a live dynamic environment at this point. By the time we've opened our relationship, we've opened our conversation and we've done the needs discovery and we're in the solution presentation, the offer, you know, objections can possibly come up. And if, if objections do come up, then it's really easy to go back and reconnect to the discovery, to the needs. Because let's face it, there's only really four objections that exist out there. Time, money, this won't work for me or I don't believe you. Those are really the only four that really exist. Now, when I say that really exist, I'm talking about as a presenting problem. Now, us as solution providers, we can't solve presenting problems. We can only solve the true existing deep structured problem, the real problem. However, what happens is for so long, people have turned around and said, oh, well, I don't have the money, or oh, I can't afford that, or oh, I don't have the time. And reality is, there comes a point where they forget about the deeper problem. I don't trust myself. I don't believe in myself. I don't think I'll follow through. I've done this multiple times, and, and nothing's worked for me. And I can go on and on. Look, you know the objections of your industry. You know what's really going on with your prospective client, unless, of course, you don't. So when you get to that objection phase, 
It's only because you avoided connecting the need, want, and desire to your product, service, and solution. So you didn't understand the need well enough or you avoided or lacked a proper communication in connecting the two. So you just go back and revisit that. And then you close because reality is if you don't close, someone else will. People don't tire kick anymore. Look, life is busy. The world is busy. People are constantly losing focus on what it is they want and they're in a complete reactionary phase. If you don't ask for the close and that person leaves still having that need, want, and desire, they'll end up purchasing from someone else. And that other solution may be inferior to what, to what it is you could have offered. So how strong are your communication skills? How strong are your leadership skills? How well do you understand the science of success and the science of sales? How are you showing up in the very beginning anyway? Because let's face it, if your need, want, and desire to make a sale is as strong or stronger than your prospective client's need, want, and desire for your product, service, and solution, it's going to ooze desperation. And nobody ever wants to buy from that type of energy. So you've heard me say it before, and I'm going to say it again. In order for the outer to work, you always have to do the inner work. What kind of inner work are you doing? And always remember, if you're part of the problem, you can never be part of the solution. So let's get out of your way so that you can have your way. Because let's face it, a successful sales process is understanding it's not about checking boxes. It's about offering solutions. And there is a rhythmic process to sales. Reality is prospect, communicate or present, and close. Depending on how well-developed you are, depending on how refined your development is, depending on how well you understand yourself and how well you understand others, depending on how well you understand the science of sales and success, will depend on how effective or efficient you are. There's a lot of statistics out there about sales. The average salesperson closes 10% of the sales just because there was a need, want, and desire. We call those order takers. That means they give 90% of their prospective clients to their competition. A well-trained salesperson closes 30% of the sales. We call them order makers. That means they're giving 70% of their prospective clients to their competition. My closing ratio is 88% face-to-face. And it's between 40 and 60% in a group environment. So reality is, that means I give 12% of my prospective clients, of the people I really don't want to do business with, to my competition. So do you want to be an order taker? Do you want to be an order maker? Or do you want to make decisions as to who you get to do business with? Because reality is, in order to have a successful sales process, you've got to understand the science behind it. Your success is important to me, and it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you. I would love for you to do a few things right now. 
I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. That's hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Second, I'd love it if you'd head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. That's head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. We have an immense amount of interaction on both platforms. We also share different information on both platforms. So we look forward to seeing you there. Last and definitely not least, I love to chat with you, give feedback on the episodes, and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make this podcast more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success you've always dreamed of, desired, and deserved. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15-minute call on the schedule. I look forward to getting to know you. Always remember this. Choice is a powerful thing, and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so that you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.